This episode is being recorded out of Shop Talk Podcast Studio in Oak Park, Michigan. For more information, visit shoptalkpodcaststudio.com. Yeah. We back, ladies and gentlemen, man. Right back in the studio. Patreon listeners, subscribers, whatever y'all see us. Same fits means it's the same night, man. What up, though? Uh, welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to episode 297 of This Week in Culture. I'm your host, Antwood, a.k.a. Trinidad, and a.k.a. One Half of the Culture, and I got my brother with me, Jay. What up, though? What up, though? It's your man, Jay Johnson, One Half of the Culture, One Half of Everything, and I know what you're thinking. Finally, my favorite podcast is spending time with me. What's popping? It's popping, man, and this week we back for the finally... The BMF finale, man. Ten weeks of this shit. Season two finally comes to an end, man. Um, it's funny we we just wrapped up uh, episode two ninety six. We talked about Power Ghost. If you haven't checked that out, um, you know, make sure you get to that if you're a, if you're a fan of Power. But look, on that episode, right? Uh, they had Lil Mo on there. She was singing "It's So Hard to Say Goodbye," right? Um, it's so glad. <laughs> Because in this case of the BMF finale, not really having a hard time saying goodbye, dog. I'm actually kind of fucking happy. Um, I'm going to tell y'all right now, y'all voice notes will lead this pod. Because when we get through the voice notes, I'm going to wrap this shit up pretty quickly, man. Uh, yo. Finale. We talked last week, right? Episode 9, the penultimate. We talked about like how that was so far off. The penultimate episode nines that we've we've discussed some really dope episode nines of seasons, right? And we talked about how off last week's episode was. Um, the finale, though, this could have been some. It wasn't. It wasn't much, man. What'd you think about it, bro? I mean, a lot of things. I mean, this was a finale episode. They brought a lot of things to quote unquote in, um, and there were some. Shocking reveals, so to speak. It wasn't shit shocking um, on there. This shit was ass, bro. You thought his son was gonna catch a body, Kevin? Uh, that was a shocking reveal. No, nah, that wasn't not, a shock. I did not think he was gonna. I didn't think he was gonna catch a body. I'm trying to figure be, out how he got in the safe. They I, need to run that back because how he know the code. I mean, it's probably his birthday or some shit like that. That nigga he, ain't got no birthday. That nigga, that nigga, his father don't seem like the smartest nigga in the world. And or it don't seem like he always had that damn safe locked. Um, <laughs> when did Kevin go back over there? I thought he was at his mom's house. And Kevin is a lot smarter than his father. Um, that, now that's a fact. That's so, a big fact. I did not see that coming. I, I didn't, didn't see it coming, but I also didn't. I didn't give a shit, man. Kevin was annoying. I, I was waiting on the bully to get one more punch off. He was getting on my goddamn nerves all season, bro. You oh, I just had to defend my Kevin. For all his genius and him being smart, nigga, you ain't think he was getting arrested for this. I think Kevin a little autistic. Oh, he for sure riding the spectrum. You know what I'm saying? In real life, yeah. not in real life, but like on the show. <laughs> not like Yo, why you put life. that on that boy? <laughs> <laughs> but like he detached from reality. Yeah. You yeah. know what I'm saying? He lives in a comic book world yeah. where I think he think this is this is real. Yeah. And like you facing real life stuff and and also your daddy keep telling you to be tough. Man. Fight back. Well, he was trying to teach him how to fight, and you ain't want to learn. You were so resistant, and then you finally got tired. You said, all right, I'm about to defend myself, and you went and got the gun because you ain't want to learn how to fight. You a little punk boy. Or your father (laughs) 
is he a brute and he don't got no skill or guile to explain to you why I want to put you in martial arts or this or that. Hey, I want you to be because you're getting himself. beat up every day, bro. Yeah. Like, but it, to your point, his dad didn't know how to like walk him through that. Yeah, and and, and, and when I say like, toughen up, you yeah. know, your daddy is your daddy, the toughest nigga on the street. Yeah. You should be doing this. You should be doing that. I mean, and let me let me explain. When I say Kevin Little Punk, I don't mean because he getting bullied. No, getting bullied is fucked up. That's not you're not a punk for a nigga bigger than you fucking with you. You're a punk for shooting that man. Can't go shoot that kid just because he pushing you around and knocking your shit. Dog, learn how to fucking defend yourself. This ain't it. You're also 13 years old. And I don't know that you got the, the best set of reason and logical skills. You I knew not to shoot a nigga when I was 13. And if I did, I was going to prison. Now, that might have been because my pops was in prison for shooting, man. <laughs> but, you know, I mean, that, that man. <laughs> I happen to know that. <laughs> <laughs> Just don't do it. I mean, that plays a part. You the know consequences was in my face. Uh, <laughs> and hey, like, man. I'm what I'm not surprised of is yeah. a kid thinking they can flash a gun and like, listen, this will scare another person away, yeah. and yeah. like, this and will it don't work. Yeah, well, I'm gonna <laughs> point at him and whatever, yeah. and then it go off. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, a terrible set of circumstances. I will say though, even though um. I didn't love the Kevin character or the arc with him. And I, y'all know me, I predicted he was getting killed and I'm still mad. B Mickey only put a pillowcase over the nigga head. But, um, to that point, I can appreciate that they at least like went somewhere with that Kevin story and like took it to where they took it with him killing old boy. They ain't getting arrested. The scene with his dad talking to him through the, through the glass. I thought, cause y'all made something. This was the one thing y'all took seriously. I thought that, um, Steve Harris, yeah, got a get, got a chance to act again in this man, episode. Man, didn't that feel good? You know what I'm saying? Didn't that feel good? Like he he felt like a real actor. He was actually had emotional scenes yeah, with his yeah. son, the hugs, and the whole even nine. like when he was talking to the police chief and and he was saying like, "Dog, what on God's earth would make you uh, suppress a murder weapon, dog?" And he was like, like the way he delivered the next line, he was telling him like, "Yo, like." Look, I don't, I don't even care. Y'all do what y'all got to do to me about that. I don't care. I just want to be my son. Man. Yeah, I just like want whatever. Give me whatever. Yeah. How does this help my son though? But I'm also trying to figure out how, because we're in what 1989. So how in 2005 he was still on the force to be fucking arresting me? Because nigga, this is an actual crime, and technically, <laughs> niggas, it's still police officers who who made it through the ramparts, though. Oh no no no! Still in the force, one thousand percent. I'm never surprised that crooked cops are still in the force. No no no! But like this and, crime and that promotion. your son was arrested for, that you were connected to, that you could have been charged with negligent homicide for by a real DA, that wouldn't have got you promoted to working with the DEA in 2005. Like that just didn't feel like it worked. I just saw uh, last week it was a, a eight point eight point two five million dollar verdict handed out. The largest in state history. For, mm -hmm. um, police pulled over a black woman and her. Well, they stopped the black a black woman and her family was parked in a parking spot, and the police yeah. started harassing them. Um, took her out of the car, put her in cuffs, the whole nine yards, searched her, blah blah blah, and she sued and won mm -hmm. uh, for eight point two five million dollars. Um, the cops were wrong. The whole nine yards. All of them are still in the force, and since this. Since this situation has come forth to light, they've all been promoted to sergeant. Yeah, yeah. I'm not surprised that dirty, crooked cops who do their job poorly get 
quote unquote penalized by getting a promotion. Yeah, yeah. Um that so was probably happy. the only good part of this episode to me, uh the Kevin situation cuz I literally hated every single other part of this episode, bro. I thought this shit was ass. I thought it was a fucking six pack of ass, bro. Like this or no, how many episodes is this 10? Is this is a 10 pack of ass, dog. Um I thought that uh, this is clearly a different writing team than the first season. It's not, at first it was kind of like speculation, but this is clearly a different team. Um, I guess I respected them trying, and yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm sharing, and I'm saying this in air quotes: the whole nine yards or attempting to be a little artistic. It was way too much, way over the top. Yeah, they were trying to do with Lamar's character. Um, yeah, I, they were trying to direct, wasn't they? Yeah, yeah. And this whole him arguing <laughs> with himself and like. This was their creed. Uh, given, that one scene, given the correct background, and if they would have took it seriously, that could have been a good scene. Mm-hmm. When you arguing with yourself and you are and fighting yourself, and at the end it was Ashley Larry who mm-hmm. who actually gave, gave him the him drugs the crack. or whatever. Yep. Yep. Like that was a cold shot. Yeah, when he finally yeah. turned and you seen him and like, and then at the end we found out he is the one that turned on. Mm-hmm. Uh, and rightfully so. Yeah. Oh no, you're not gonna again back to hey man, you a bully nigga, and you was bullying your cousin, dog. And I, I still don't know why you came in hyped up talking shit to you to to my man every day, and then he hurt you. Yeah, yeah. Nigga, um, you ain't about to be sitting this motherfucker. Da, da, da. I'm gonna say this: uh, the actor who plays Lamar, Eric Kofi Abrefa, and if any of that was pronounced incorrectly, pardon me. But um, I really hope. That he's given an opportunity to continue on the path that we saw him really do well on season one. Boy, he should have tapped out after season one. He was doing such a great job on season one. And then they brought him back season two. And the things that they tried with his character, like him talking to himself and having that moment. um, Just some of the, you know, the different shit with Blackie and him trying to be emotional and tap into that. They didn't do a good job at directing him this season. Boy, they put Blackie in the montage. Come on, man. What are y'all doing? Like, and that's... I, that's of no fault to him, right? Um, this is this the way that you're being guided. This is the way you're being directed on this show. Totally not your fault or your problem. So I really do hope that he continues to get some dope opportunities. And who knows? He may still pop up on BMF here or there as a fucking crack fiend. You never know what they might do with this character at this point. Um, but if he's no longer on BMF after this season, I really do hope that some show somewhere gives him a chance to really go out there and continue developing the way that he was season one. Um, so I, I really did think that season one he was like easily the standout character and um he did such a great job being convincing in that role and then you know they just kind of goofied him up the second season and I'm, I'm wishing better for the brother but we got a lot of voice notes to get to about uh about the bmf finale so i want to make sure we touch on these um first up man my man d scott d scott what up though let's see what my dog thought about this finale and uh you know just kind of going into season three where his head's at this week in culture, what up though? Uh, I'll say this is a above average season finale. Not too great, not too bad, but it's whatever. Uh, I think this season was a letdown in terms of what we saw in season one. And I think it's a, uh, it's like a historical thing with TV shows that we love, like The Wire, Breaking Bad, Walking Dead, Game of Thrones, to where the season two that's going to live up to what happened in season one. I think what this, they did this season was throw some shit against the wall and see what sticks. So hopefully they go back to the drawing board 
you know, get some better actors, get a better script, you know, some shit that's more believable. But I like how they dealt with Lamar because they, they couldn't kill him because he's alive in real life and they want to kind of tell a somewhat a realistic story but still be entertaining. But I like how they took him out the chemical way instead of killing him. I guess he can't. Um, Donna Rowland got tired of getting pushed around and his hungry man's getting eaten. But whatever. Uh, Detective Bryant should really be in jail alongside his son because... You can't hide evidence, and then that evidence be used to uh, kill another kid on a playground. How, they should go back and look at all his cases, like go back in the evidence room and look at that coke that he checked out. See that, see that that's not real coke that they had. Um, check out the JMO shit, cause that's guns linked to JMO, linked to Cato. Like his twelve-year-old son has three bodies on him now. Like, and that's Detective Bryant's fault, cause why does he even know your combination for anyway? Asian Technical got some nerve saying that Brian is a trifling ass nigga because she was along with him with the fuckery. That half her money and uh went to putting that fake coke back in the um lockup. So she should really like calm her shit down. <laughs> Where did Canine's girl come from? Because Canine has killed people for less. But yeah, she somehow magically reappears after they say she disappeared, snitching on him. I don't like that plot line or that plot hole because we know how he gets down or whatever. But Mama Meach is definitely taking drug money or running that Sears card up. I don't know what, but she was doing a little. She, I can understand her mad, being mad, but at least Charles is trying to apologize, do better or whatever. But it's probably too late. But. That Mama Meach vs. Lala thing, uh, kind of awkward because Terry should have checked his mom, but he can't really say nothing because she's right. And Lala's sitting there arguing with a 17 year old girl while she's illegally fucking her 17 year old boyfriend. It's not a good look. Hey, Aunt, I got a question. Your girl and your mom get into a fight. Whose side are you taking? But anyways. Was that Winnie the Pooh looking nigga really that mad that Meech and Terry took him for a couple hundred, oh, hundred, a couple ten thousand dollars or whatnot? He's supposed to be some big high roller making money for whoever his connect is or whatever. Was it really that much that you had to come shoot the nightclub up? But uh, I think there's some promising storylines going into season two. Um, Lala's dead for sure. When uh, homeboy comes down, I forgot his name. He said she did for then, sure. Uh, what is his name? Uh, Meech is in AATL. He's had a, a Ronnie Ransom nigga hanging out in the club, scoping him out. So hopefully uh, the storylines get better, get a good season out of uh, BMF. Anyways, till next week. Peace. Uh, D. Scott, appreciate you, brother. Peace. Um, to answer your question, if my mom and my girl get into it, you always side with your lady. If your lady's not wrong. Like, in this situation, Lala wasn't wrong. Lala walked up to the table and said, hey, nice to meet you. And his mama proceeded to go the fuck off. Your mom is wrong in that situation. You got to talk to your mom. No, your mom is not wrong for an old-ass woman dating a 17-year-old. Mama was right. You look a little old for my son. She, he's a kid. He in 11th grade. You don't fucking do that there. 
nigga, I'm Nicole. Shit, you ain't even. First of all, she projecting. That was half my issue with it. You projecting because you know he fucked around on Lawanda with this old motherfucker. No, this is the first time I found out that you have a whole, like. Listen, dog. She don't even know how old she is for real. She just said you look older than a motherfucker. I know you older than seventeen, nigga. You got ten year old kids. Facts. <laughs> you know Facts. what I'm saying? Let's just say you was fucking at sixteen and had a baby. You at least twenty six. Yo, you know what I'm afraid 27. of. Twenty seven. You at least twenty seven. Okay. If you a twenty seven year old with a seventeen year old, you nasty. <clears throat> if mama, mama better say something. Mama better say something right there on the spot because me. As a father, uncle, whatever, if my 17-year-old nephew or 17-year-old daughter or niece or anything come up and there's a grown-ass man with them, I'm saying something right there. Yeah. Like, that's just, I mean, that's a natural reaction. Yeah. Now, was she wrong but getting to an argument with the ex-girl and the fuck yeah i think she was wrong because you the adult in this situation she's 17 too <laughs> <laughs> you arguing with you fucking a kid and arguing with a kid look at your ponytail and then you got you got the same hair as me bitch i've never yeah, seen you before Lala, shut up like shut you're up. too old for that shit here's the thing i'm never y'all will never have me uh defend lala like, like I'm, you gonna I'm side, so you okay. side with in that in this particular your 17 year ass Side with your fucking mama who didn't took care of you for 16 of them 17 years. Okay, here we go right here. I had to go find it. Oh, really? Really? Am I on the fucking Wi-Fi? Damn. Yeah, I'm on the fucking Wi-Fi. Come on, bro. Here we go. Sorry for your loss. Yeah, I'm still trying to get through it. Hey, listen, your family. If you need anything, don't hesitate. Hey, Ma. What's up, Pops? Uh, This is my new lady, Marquisha. It's nice to meet you too. But you already have a lady who's pregnant with your second child. Yeah, mom, <laughs> mom, shut the fuck. This ain't that's not your place. As as a as the mother of a 17-year-old kid. But that, that ain't got shit to do with that. That statement didn't have nothing to do. But you already have a lady who's pregnant with your second child. Mom, sit your little cheated on ass down. Sit down. I don't agree. Sit down. I don't agree. And this you know, is not if, what you if, ain't supposed to say that right there. So let me ask you a question. Mm-hmm. So your mom, your actual mom. Mm-hmm. Your girlfriend that you was with while you 17 year old who lived inside of your house for X amount of years, you get her pregnant with a second one and your new girlfriend comes up. You don't think your mom going to say nothing? No, my mom ain't. My actual mom, no. But if she did, though, I'm going to tell her shut the fuck up and she wrong. Not shut the fuck up for real, but I'm going to tell her she wrong. But is she wrong? Yeah, she wrong. Off top, Luanda ain't my girl. You already have a girl with a a baby. Luanda ain't my girl. You're not an adult. You're a minor. You're a child still. Nigga. Even after you after you grown, say you 18, you 19 yeah. years old, that's 100%. You, you're grown up. You're on your own. As a child who literally still lives in my home, who has a baby on the way, and you bring her to a family function, knowing there's an issue, yeah, you're going to say something. Nah, you know what I'm saying? That statement was wrong as fuck, nigga. No. That statement was wrong. Uh, you already have a late. No, I don't. I don't go with that bitch. We broke up. And, I, and that statement is to T. And not to her. It's to T. You your new girlfriend, nigga, you got one who who is no, in our house now and, and I told got Nic- a baby on the way. And I told Nicole. But and this. And I told Nicole and fuck we out bo- of here. And we both know T wrong. 
Niggas was laughing and joking. Oh, no, no. She Look. gets all the jokes, but his mama wrong as shit right here. She not wrong for she saying wrong as shit. She bro. not wrong for saying the same thing we saying and get niggas No, no, no. saying Look. shit. This ain't got that statement has nothing to do with him being niggas. seventeen and Lala being forty seven. No, no, no. Niggas text me like, yo, why is T trying to start a family with everybody except his actual family? You got a you got two kids on the way. Had that combo. To create, why you ain't said that to that nigga at no other time? I've never met this woman. That before. nigga literally told Nicole at family dinner. She was like, "Yo, I got tickets for uh, La- you and Lawanda at Hair Wars." That nigga was like, "Yo, Lawanda, do not need no ticket, mom." Right there, bam. Well, Terry. that's what uh, the little sister said. Yeah, no, yeah. I'm saying, but mom's sitting right there. It's the little sister fault. Little hey, sister should not have. Well, invited should, for sure, for shouldn't sure. have invited her. Um, <laughs> yo, Nicole, messy as shit. But that's another thing. But then let's continue. Don't you think you a little long in the tooth to be dating my son? Yes. Your son is more mature than most. But no, are you? No, he not. He's more rich than most, and that's why you fucking with him. We but, know this. But is that the answer to my question? Aren't you a little long? Oh no, in no, the no! Tooth? That question is valid. She, she, she the fucking. You already got a girl who pregnant with your second child. That's an unvalid statement. That's a very valid it statement. Ain't valid. For a I don't go with that bitch. Go with a nothing. You should not be starting up something brand new while you got a whole fucking baby that you're not taking. You a gangster in the street. You not to. You not even taking care of your actual responsibility. Now you are gonna bring somebody else over here and say, "Hey, look at my new girlfriend." You fucking up as a kid. And oh. I'm gonna say it, and I have every right but to say it. But my thing is, say it at the fucking house where it mad. You waiting to do this shit in public so you can project because you mad at pops. I, I'm not waiting to do it in public. She I didn't know that's that, waiting. She ain't said this shit to this nigga yet. I didn't know this motherfucker exists till you just brought her up to me. You, she literally, he literally brought this motherfucker over to the table. No, and say, hey, ma, look at this. They know because Lawanda knew. Lawanda told them she seen the fucking pictures and shit she when she was pregnant. She seen a picture of him cheating on me. That's, yeah. the, that's all the information. Eating coochie. That's all the information. Yeah, right with a 47 year old. Nah, I didn't know this fucking fifty year old was gonna walk over my fucking kid. <laughs> it's fifty, aka Ferrari. Regardless of that, I can tell you, you fucking up, son. Th- these are bad decisions, and I don't have to wait until later to tell you, you fucking up. No, I ain't saying wait until later. I'm saying say the shit before. I didn't know you was fucking with. Because here's the thing: off top, if I don't know you fucking with an eighty year old chick or not, don't even matter. I know you fucked this up with Lawanda and you cheated on her, and you did her dirty, and you brought her. Well, we brought her back here because we did some shady shit. But whatever. I know whatever happened between you and Lawanda off top, half of your disdain at Lawanda is me and Lawanda fault because we put a play together trying to manipulate you. And it worked, but you heard us talking about it. And now you pissed off at everybody. I get that. And you know how fucking involved a parent is when they children have their first relationships? It's not no... It's not no like if me See I, I don't just, know Cause I never brought nobody My mom uh, Didn't meet nobody Till when me and Shorty Started dating I was 34 <laughs> Nigga mom met one nigga You know what I'm saying That yeah. that, that whole process Is a very involved process Yeah, yeah. Hey, Can I borrow the car So I can go see such and such And oh bring her over I want to meet Like that's yeah. a very involved process And the motherfucker Lived with y'all Yeah man. Yeah. Like this I'm not surprised Oh no I definitely ain't surprised Cause again uh, what's their mama name? Lucille. Yeah. She's also got again the projecting of a. Hey, I just got cheated on. I'm really not fucking with all these niggas right now. I told my damn uh, pastor last week all the men in my life did me dirty. But she was on that tip before she found out that Charles was cheating because we put this whole plan together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To, to get you to be whatever with Lawanda. Let's get. You've had many. Oh, hold up, hold up, hold up. Don't you think you're a little long in the tooth to be dating my son? Mm. Your son is more mature than most. I'm sure you've had many. Lauren, <laughs> <laughs> what the hell are you doing here? I was backstage helping Nicole. 
So that's your new little play thing. I could hardly recognize the heifer without your head between the legs. I know this bargain basement bitch ain't talking shit trying to have. Now, 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 come on. Now you calm down, cause you. First of all, you know why she mad, cause you know I was cheating on her with you. So is she mad at the word heifer? Um, because I actually didn't say anything about you. I said I couldn't recognize her because your head in between her legs. Yeah, That's yeah. about. But I know this bargain basement bitch. Like, first of all, whoever wrote that, calm down with the bees. This bargain basement, uh, bed bath and beyond ass bitch. Like, calm down. Second of all, I don't care about this. Hairstyle the same way as mine. What are you talking to? I don't care about your hairstyle being the same way, bitch. It's the eighties. If you're not in hair wars, everybody else here is the same way, nigga. Shout out to hair wars. Shout out to Hair Wars, man. You remember when Detroit was the hair capital of the world? Yeah. For a very long time. I don't know that it's still not. Atlanta stole that shit. Atlanta stole it 100%. Uh, I don't 100%. see nothing special that's going on in Atlanta. No, I no, no. I'm talking about like the fucking hair competitions and all that. Atlanta got that oh, shit. Oh, the hair Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. All that shit that like used to pop up here and be like the thing. Because everybody from Detroit moved to Atlanta. Also a fact. But like I know a lot of people who come back here and get their hair done. Oh, for sure. Because or I know a lot of people who go get their hair done by Detroit stylists who move to other. Yeah, we still look. Detroit no, set a, the tone. That's not a slight to to whatever. No, or, no, no. Or they be like, yo, what? The, why? Why are they charging this? Charging seven hundred dollars yeah. for some shit that we yeah. do back at the crib for seventy five or some shit? Or yeah. Um. Hey, and I appreciate the nod to Hair Wars because this was one. This was one of the like historical nuggets that I like, right? Because yeah. it felt naturally done. It didn't. They didn't say, yo, man. Um, mom, I got you a ticket to Hair Wars. Hair Wars, the event that started in 1974. That's normally how they give you the history on here. This time they presented it naturally. Well, I thought I it was done well. The first time I seen a helicopter in a in a on a woman's head, which was crazy. Man, man. Um. So look. Oh shit! Hold up. We got mad voice notes. I mean, what the fuck I'm doing? We got caught up on a T and M. Um. All right, D Sky. Oh, but anyway, back to uh. I wanted to pose that same question to you. Your girl and your mom get into it. Whose side you rolling on? I'm on the right side. Whoever has the, the most valid yeah, point. I ain't mad at it. Um, I'm if, definitely not disrespect. If if I'm on my girl's side, I'm definitely not disrespecting my mom. Yeah, here's the, the thing. Process. I'm not disrespecting either of them. I could disrespect my girl if my if if she's uh, if she's I'll, wrong. I'll, I'll check her, but ain't gonna be no disrespect Depends if she's wrong. Yeah, you know? if she wrong and she say something foul to your mom. Not your current. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know no, no, no. Shorty wouldn't even trip. Because like in most, <laughs> in most times, they yeah. wouldn't even trip. Yeah, yeah. But no, if uh, if if in general, if your girl say something wild, disrespectful to your moms, man. Um, y'all seen Power when uh when Ghost uh Pope <laughs> Tashin <laughs> shut your and y'all can't cancel me because y'all didn't cancel power, niggas. So now what? I'm, <laughs> I'm on the same side. Um, all right, man. Let's see what uh what my man name tag thought about episode ten. Uh, ain't cancel R. Kelly. <laughs> facts. He says season two was complete. At least we can wish season three luck. <laughs> <laughs> At least you can wish me luck. Your name tag, dog. Get your bars off, bro. Name Let's see what my dog thought. Niggas, that was fucking hilarious. I think name tag need to write. What up, though? For for like comedy for BMF. Yeah. <laughs> like it is know, a comedy. <laughs> like Saturday Night Live, one of them shows where yeah. you just be in the writers' room writing yeah. jokes and shit. Because name tag is fucking funny. Dog name tag. That shit was great, man. Oh, it's name tag. 
BMF season two, episode 10. We finally made it and we got it over with. It's just wild seeing a show like this has so many jokes be made online because at the end of the day, it's like considering the history of the folks that the show is based on, it's like, damn, like this, nobody really took this season seriously. And it's, and it's the people, the showrunners fault because every episode is like y'all were attempting to jump the shark. Like it was clear right there. Like, why would y'all do that? Why would y'all add that in there? It was just a lot more of the unnecessary that they were placing within episodes than what was necessary to move the plot forward. So now we get the season finale and here y'all go just rushing everything in there. It's like, ah, I don't really love it, man. I, I, I do want the show to bounce back, though. I hope they bounce back and come with something stronger come season three, man. Like, just just give us something, man, because this wasn't it. This wasn't it. Don't really like the way it ended. I thought that was wild. Like, this is what y'all chose to do to close it out. And even with Lamar's character, like, y'all could have just killed him, man. Just, I, I get it. I understand what really went down in real life. But, man, it's the TV show. Y'all already said it ain't everything ain't true that occurred. So, I mean, man, kill him off. Instead, y'all, yo, we going to put him on crack. Really? Really, <laughs> y'all? That's what? I don't know, man. But looking forward to y'all thoughts. Like I said, hopefully they bounce back come season three, man. Peace. <laughs> We gonna put them on crack, <laughs> And here's I wrote on Twitter, um, some about like, yo, man, all the opportunity y'all had to get this nigga Lamar out of here, and instead y'all drugged him up. And then here come the fucking, but he's still alive in real life, pod nigga. Yo, bro, I know he's still alive in real life. I've told y'all that ninety three billion times on this pod. The nigga on Vlad TV, right nigga. Now. Literally, I will send you the fucking interview. I don't need this show to pick and choose when they want to depict real life and when they want to do some fucking made up shit. Because they do a lot of made up shit and you niggas don't get on here telling me about real life. So shut the fuck up and let me say what the fuck I'm saying, nigga. Kill the character off, dog. Make this shit fucking somewhat intriguing, nigga. You shouldn't even brought him back. I was happy with this nigga dying. None of you he alive in real life, niggas, was around when we thought he got killed season one. I ain't hear that from none of you niggas because we all thought, you know what, even though his character that he's based off of is alive in real life, killing him in season one was really the smart thing to do, right? It's what you do with a character like this on a show like this. B. Binky character, one, that's not his name, and two, not a snitch. Come on, D. Meeks keep telling y'all niggas, yo, hey, they, they're totally making that up. I'm not a snitch, but what is you niggas doing? Every time y'all see, yo, I can't believe Meeks still fuck with D. Meeks. Nigga, because he didn't fucking sin. That's his man. That's his man. Like, dog, that's his man. The one character, uh, uh, God damn it, um, the one who he sent down to Cali this episode and who drove when he when he got shot. Which never actually made it to Cali. By the way. Um, but he literally lives across the street from him. Yeah, and fam, Meech legit, or he legit said, like, yo, like, Meech literally sat on my porch every night and we smoked and talked about all the shit we ended up doing, bro. Like, they barely fucking touched on his character. You know what I'm saying? Like, I thought it was dope. Uh, he he clearly walks really fast, though. Um, I thought it was really dope while he was sitting on the porch in the background when him and Meech was talking at the car. Yeah. Then they did a, a close shot on them, and then they zoomed out, and he was at the car. <laughs> 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 and that's when he told him, like, take care of my mom or whatever. Like, he he walked he really fast. Um, yeah. Yeah. I just I thought it was dope that he was in the background sitting on the porch. 
Because that's where he was at. That's where they used. And when uh when Meech asked him to From the moment they moved over. Yeah, when Meech asked him like, "Yo, I'm about to go to Atlanta. Like, watch out for my mom." Yo, that really happened in real life. That's how they got down. And I appreciated that when he asked him that, they showed him walk across the street to the crib. Like he also told him to go scope out L.A. Mm-hmm. Which we know, and that's where a real plug came from. And that's where T was at. Yeah, yeah. But he stayed here for a hot second. For a minute. And then, he and went, then went to L.A. Did he go to Atlanta first? For like think, a minute? I think both of them was... Who, I mean... Well, yeah, in real life. The fuck yeah, go. we already know. Because <laughs> um, the St. Louis play happened in the middle of that, too. Um, but we know they real plug came once they got set up in L.A. I mean, clearly they was down in, in, in Florida. Yeah, you know yeah, she yeah. Beach from Florida. Little Meech. Little Meech, Little Meech, yeah. You know, I know Meech is from Florida because whenever he say what up, though, he don't say what up, though, like a nigga from here. No, you know what he don't say like a nigga from here? And nigga, I'm finna find it. That nigga said Bell Isle. Oh. Bell Isle. Oh, so there was three things. Bell Isle, because it's one word. <laughs> it's not <laughs> one word, but it's one word. Fam, every Detroit nigga in the world say Bell Isle. Yeah, for sure. It's two words, that's one word. Now, this is this this one really got me. And somebody should have said this on, on the set. It's Saint Cecilia. Saint Cecilia? What the Sir. fuck is Saint Cecilia? Sir. I'm gonna fuck what is what it say or how is it actually pronounced? It's Saint Cecilia. No, no, no. It says Cecilia. And it's pronounced Cecilia. And it's been Cecilia in BMF. On episode one, they said Cecilia. <laughs> the, the Pistons alternate home uniform is a Saint Cecilia jersey. Bro, that made me so mad, dog. He said Saint Cecilia. It's not. It's not us. It's mm-hmm. not Bell Isle or Saint Celia. Also, this is small. May not notice it. Well, what the fuck is a Polish dog? Hold up. What scene was that? Oh, on the barbecue. It's a Polish sausage. Come on, man. It's a, a Polish, Polish dog. We don't, we, bro. I've I've never heard anybody here in life call it a Polish in dog. life. And guess what? Not a single nigga in Hamtramck has said that. That's where the Polish people are in Detroit. It's a fucking Polish. It's a Polish fucking sausage. It's a Polish bro. sausage dog. Polish dog. And it's it's a Polish sausage. <laughs> it's not even Polish. Just like it's Bella. Yeah, it's Polish nigga. sausage. Nigga. It's not a. No, matter of fact, you spell Bella. I had uh, the president and CEO of Kowalski Sausages in here. Mm. They just celebrated their pause his job for show. Yeah. Uh, they, I think they hundredth year in business yeah. or some shit. One of the greatest uh, when you drive out there at night. One of the best like pictures you can get. Like that neon light is yeah. so sweet over there, dog. But he came in here yeah. and uh, he recorded some voiceovers for for the the hundredth year commercial and X and all the other stuff. Like, uh-huh. fam, it's a polo sausage. It's yeah. Like, Polish yeah, it's dog. never been a Polish dog like well, in life. No one cares about that, but it's tiny. No, but it's where, it's Detroit shit though, bro. Yeah, it's know. certain stuff that just makes you feel like okay, nobody was like monitoring this but, dog. Nobody from the city, rather. But Celia, no Saint Celia was bad, Woo! bro. Saint Celia and Bell Isle were bad, bro. Saying Saint Celia really like is like saying Racker Park. Yeah, in New York. Yeah, it's yeah. Rucker Park or Rooker. Yeah, like, like Rooker. You Park. don't you don't yeah. get like the hub of basketball gods and that's yeah. like you know and that's just fuck a, that up. It's just that was a very bad thing. Um, let me play. I just want y'all to hear how Meech said Bell Isle. Them where they're just lucky as fuck. Huh. Ain't no such thing as luck. Brian, you got to call on line one. All right. 
Chris Bryant? Bell Owl. Alone. To a Fam. <laughs> Fam. How many different niggas on the spectrum today? Trevor Port. Yo, That's what he did. Yo. He just Trevor Port us. Here's the thing. Mispronouncing Shreveport, I get the H and the V's is probably in different places that you're not used to. Bell Owl. Fam. He talking like the Bell, Bell Tire, Tire nigga, nigga, dog. Come <laughs> For on, sure. man. Bell Tire. Come on, man. And I just named the episode the Bell Tire nigga, dog. Like what? Bell Owl. Ten minutes. What? No such thing as left. Brian, you got to call on line one. Listen right. to the spectrum shit. This is Brian. Bell Owl. Alone. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, the name the of the only, episode is Bell Owl Alone, nigga. The only t- reason that you should say that shit ever so slowly, unless you irritated, like nigga, Bell Owl. Yeah, like, man. and even then you still might be on the spectrum. I'm, I'm putting anybody on the spectrum who say that. That like, Bell you gotta say a Bell Owl. He's like, like Smokey said, Debo, nigga, Debo. He Come said, on, man, Bell Owl, man. Nah, this was that it. was that was a rough fucking yeah. enunciation, dog. Um. All right, back to the fucking voice notes, man. <laughs> Yo, shout out to the, the little riverfront area by the, down there by the Ambassador Bridge. Because uh, it never looked like that until like two years ago. <laughs> <laughs> it looks great now. You know yeah, what I'm saying? It man. never looked like that before. Yo, my man Kente. Kente, what up, though? <laughs> he said, the real finale. <laughs> <laughs> Kente thought this shit was over yeah, last was week. Like, fuck. Fuck. Uh, my nigga. <laughs> fuck. <laughs> Ghost fuck. Damn it, Tasha. Like, Tommy, think. I just watched the best finale <laughs> of my life. Yo, it's not this shit. yo, yo, your honor, dog. <laughs> yo, them niggas. Your honor be doing laps around niggas, dog. Now they got a, a, a petition trying to make a season three. Because y'all wrote it like it was a season three. In fact, in fact, it has to. And be. me and Jay are the only two niggas who caught that that didn't say series finale. It said season, and now I'm reading 100 percent into that. By the way, all right, man. Let's see what my dog Kente thought about the real finale. Jay Ant, what's up, fellas? What up, though? Hey, man, my bad. Last week, <laughs> I blew it, man. I did think that was the finale. I don't know what. Yo, but you know what's wild? Shorty Kente, my mom. Everybody thought last week was the finale, dog. Who's tired, huh? Who's <laughs> <laughs> just tired, man? You know what I'm saying? It's tired, man. Because, like, look, I asked my mom. I'm over there uh, Friday and shit. I went to go kick it with her for a minute. I was like, yo, you watch your honor finale? She was like, yeah. I was like, you watch BMF finale? She was like, talking about last week? Meets in the strip club with that little thing? Yeah. I was like, no, nah, that wasn't the finale. Please remind me never to watch season, I mean, episode nine. Because I, yeah, nah, I, I don't nah, ever want to nah. see it. Consider yourself lucky, bro. Um, and now he mad that uh, the internet is saying it was a prosthetic. I mean, pause. <laughs> now you're going to have to prove it. <laughs> you can't, nigga. You know, another nigga, only nigga other did that shit was uh, Dirt Diggler and Boogie Nights. <laughs> The nigga had a prosthetic joint. That was like that bitch got auctioned off or something. But Mark Wahlberg could get away with that because he white. That's why he privileged. Big Meech's son can't get away with that. Like now we gonna call you Big Meech. I don't want to call that. I'm gonna call that nigga Meech for the rest of. If yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, it's from. it's a wrap. Don't tell me. Don't even allude to that being where Big Meech came from. How much you pay y'all for that? <laughs> How much did Meach was like, yo, you know, <laughs> yo. Since, you, since you made me get punched in the yo. stomach, because a nigga ain't never punched me in go my on, stomach. Go in there and tell him my dick was big. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. All right, Kente, my bad, my bad. 
do know what made me think that. I do know what made me think that. My fiance had me convinced that that was the finale. Yes, blame stuff on your fiance. <laughs> I'm finna start doing that more. Well, you know my like, fiance. So like, like, no, I absolutely couldn't make it to your birthday party. My fiance. We watch all of these together, and uh, she must have planted that seed in my mind that that was the finale. So, man, my bad. I feel like I let y'all down, man. I feel like I let the whole program down. No, I'm just kidding. I let uh, This down. week's episode was all right. I um, I want to start by saying, man, I think as a viewer, they did kind of tug at the heartstrings with uh, the situation with Detective Brian's son. Thanks. I mean, obviously, he made some bonehead plays leading up to that, you know, leaving the gun accessible, holding on to evidence murder weapon you know that that was a bonehead play uh, but i think you guys called it that something dramatic was going to happen with the son and i think you all have predicted that he would get killed but i think what happened is equally as dramatic um for us the viewers so that little situation and how it plays out over the next season or two is going to be interesting because uh that that that's that's a tough one man so they kind of got me there uh, it's funny how it took the detective <laughs> coming to be Mickey to try. It's never funny how when niggas say it's funny. How. <laughs> hey, when your girl say, I just think it's funny how. Hey, apologize because it's never a fucking joke behind it. Uh, yeah. My bad, Kente. To reconcile, uh, the 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 lady detective for that to be the straw that breaks the camel's back for Meech. That that was that's different, man. Of all the things that B. Mickey has done that have shown his disloyalty, the moment that he, for lack of better words, stood tall and defiant towards them and, you know, kind of like, you know, declined the offer, that's the one that makes it back to Meech, that makes Meech be like, you know what? No, bro, you out. Don't ever come around here again. Uh, and lastly, man, I do not like how the whole Lamar angle played out. I think it's clear now more than ever that Lamar was really written out of the, the script when he got killed, quote unquote, at the end of season one. And they brought him back on some supervillain type stuff because, you know, first of all, when Meech approached Lamar on that couch, man, that, that to me uh, felt more like a dream sequence. So I didn't really think he was actually in the room. Thanks. And if Lamar has done all that he has, which he has, and Meech is actually there and has a gun pulled on him, there's no reason why he wouldn't have killed him. So you mean to tell me you're going to slow death him by, by giving him uh, while he's in this uh, doped up stupor, you give him these rocks and then you put Darnell Rawlings on the on the case to supervise the <laughs> issuing of the rocks to him. Uh, yeah, OK. I don't really think that's well, we know it's not believable. I don't even think it's entertaining. But anyway, fellas, I'm going to sit back and enjoy the analysis, man. Thanks, as always, for all that y'all do. Uh, I enjoy making my way through this season with y'all. Y'all made this season very tolerable. <laughs> and uh, I'm going to catch up with y'all on the next season that y'all break down. The next series that y'all break down, man. Peace. Peace, kid tight. Peace, my boy. Um, shit, you you hit it right on the nail, man. Uh, the scenes with Detective Brian and his son were easily the best scenes of this finale. Um, that that story arc in general um, was the the best part of this finale. It's the only part of this finale that felt serious. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I felt real. Like them uh, 
I don't think I think that might have been name tags voice note um, when they threw in a dog from Atlanta being so furious. And matter of fact, that was D Scott because you did have a number on D Scott. It was a hundred thousand, wasn't ten thousand. It was a hundred k that he got hit up for. Um, so I would have been pissed about getting hit for a hundred k, but making him come back and this nigga coming in firing on the strip club, um, like my man in Players Club and I'm shit. Like, that nigga came in there like dog in the wheelchair on Players Club, like do something to make me feel good. Like you walked in that bitch on that, and oh, it was like they said the Holly Berry in a Players Ball. No, nah, that's she said to him <laughs> for sure. What she said to Billy Bob. Um, it's a wild name. <laughs> yeah, man, Billy Bob. That's my nigga too. Like I rock with Billy Bob. It's Yo, a wild name. Nigga. What's the shit? The Bad Luck Bears or some shit? He was no Bad, bad Santa. Bad Santa. <laughs> Yo, Bad Santa 1 is one of the funniest fucking movies in the world. Bro. I didn't see that shit at the movies. I saw that shit. I watched that shit on the fucking laptop somewhere. Man. That, that I was mad at. I was there. Yeah. And I watched man. that. It made my day better, dog. Bro. Um, I was crying. Legit tears. Bro, I saw Bad Santa. That came out when I was in college. I think like December 03, matter of fact. Um, and I saw that to Star Southfield. And didn't know what movie I was going to. It was just a bunch of friends linking at the show. And we got up there and that was the only movie like finna start. So we all went to go see that. And boy, I got to tell you, I ain't regret it. I cried watching that goddamn movie, dog. Like that shit was really fucking good, bro. Why they acting like Bel Air got picked up for three seasons or got renewed when they bought three seasons off top? Oh, did they? I didn't even know that. Remember? Oh, what did it? Did they buy two seasons off top? I feel like the first two. I feel like two sounds a little more familiar. Mm. So I think the renewal for three is. But I will say, um, they're doing exactly what they did season one by breaking their own record. They are running Peacock's numbers right now. Like I saw some the other day. I think it might have been last week's episode uh, three. It's gonna be interesting to see what Ooh. happens in season for season three because Peacock no longer has a free tier after. This Sometime year, right? in, uh, so it's a staggered approach Some people already lost it um, You can't get it for free any longer And people who have it for free Are getting tiered out So by yeah, June yeah. no one's gonna. It's not going to be a free tier yeah. So you're going to either pay the $4.99 or the nine ninety nine for it um, I don't yeah. know the staying power Of Peacock as a whole There is a lot of good content on Peacock It's some really good content on um, there um, I don't know um, I, don't, I don't think I watch enough regular tv to see yeah. the advertisement now where i'm at i see advertisement from it all the time but yeah. i'm in a very particular place that would see advertising for for peacock yeah uh, i don't know how much of that is out in the wild or if bel-air is a big enough show to be like nah i'm gonna pay my five bucks yeah for this. yeah so. um dr death on peacock was phenomenal nigga that shit was so fucking good, dog. Like that was that was one of them, bro. Um, what's my dog Pacey from uh, Joshua Jackson from Dawson's Creek killed it. Um, Christian Joshua Slater Jackson killed it from um, Fringe. Yeah, um, yeah. That's who. Who he married to? Uh, Queen and Sugar, Queen and Slim, not Queen yeah. and Sugar, Queen, Queen and Slim. Slim. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the fuck is her name? Let me just on some respect. Queen. Shit. Uh, the fact is Queen. Um, Jody Turner Smith. Yeah, that's her name. Uh, yeah, dog. And they've been married since 2019. They out here doing their goddamn thing. And they be looking good together too. I like when I see them at shit. Like I don't see them nowhere. I be seeing them at all the little award shows and shit, man. They be looking alright. Um, uh, but no, Doctor Death on Peacock. Probably my favorite show I've watched on there, as far as originals. He, was he in Swim Fan? Uh, 
was he in Swim? What you know about Swim Fan? First of all, nigga. Um, I don't know if he was in Swim Fan though. I know that was that one dude that looked like that looked like. No, he was in Skulls. You remember Skulls? Yeah, yeah. he was in the original Skulls. Is old boy who played Slim Shady in uh, Stan? Wasn't that him? Uh, no, that's Swim Fan, dude. Mm. And he looked way different than who I thought. Maybe Mm because that's a bad pick. Oh no, that's the nigga. Yeah, I wouldn't have. Oh, okay, that looked a little more like him. Yeah, but yeah, that's dog. Um, hold up. Uh, oh, this one right here. Oh, she played convincing, crazy motherfucker. She do. She do. Yo, it's some good white like actors and actresses who are like low, and we don't really know their name or like they shit. But when you see their face, it's an instant like, yeah, they be bodying dog. That's how I felt like when uh when. Um, Gina Baxter daddy popped up on your honor. I was like, oh shit, I right, body, instant body, nigga. I think this is who I was thinking of. This guy. His face. Oh, and he do got a fucking uh stand face too. Alright, let's get back to the BMF joints. Um having sex in a pool. It looks good on TV, but that shit nasty. I mean, chlorine not supposed to be. All top is chlorine in it. Like yeah. if nothing else, chlorine is not supposed. Like to forget be the humans who was in this bitch pissing and boobooing all day. It's chlorine in that motherfucker, dog. It's not good. Yeah. Sex in the shower is overrated, dog. When I used to be a lifeguard, um, and when I used to swim, I used to swim at Wayne State. So I keep trying it. What? It's still overrated every time. Oh, the sex in the shower shit. Yeah. Dog, so you know, before you get in the pool, you're supposed to like, well, back in the day when I was a lifeguard, we used to have to thumb people, wrist, elbows, and neck. And like, I really used to be on niggas. Sh- Dog, you know how many niggas is dirty? Like, filthy. Like, I ain't even used to have to go too hard on niggas' wrist. It would be like one swipe, a whole shit then curled up. No, you can't get in my pool, bro. Like, I'm not playing this game with you. You dirty, bro. Get your little creases out of here. Fucking nasty. And we used to do that shit behind the knees, too. Get your little dead skin cells the fuck out of here. Fucking dusty, man. Um, BMF season finale, June from CT. I'm guessing this ain't June, June. June from Connecticut? June from Connecticut. If CT stands for anything other than Connecticut, June, hit us up and let us know. We'll fucking correct it. Is the June in all caps? No. Because if it ain't in all caps, it ain't June. It ain't all facts. Oh, that's a that's a June bar. I mean, come on, huh? All right, let's see what June from CT said. Uh, what's good, Aunt and Jay? It's June from out of Connecticut, and I've been listening to you guys since the first season of BMF. And um, I was going to say, I'm glad that this this season is over. <laughs> 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 You guys do great work, probably definitely my top three podcasts right now. Like I, I listen to every episode, whether I, I see the stuff or not. It's my you guys really are entertaining. But uh I'm mad I missed the snowfall. <laughs> missed the snowfall episode. But uh getting this uh my first gripe was canine. Yo, my, my first gripe is immediately as soon as I, after he seen this girl. I'm sorry. My first gripe is funny as fuck to me. My though. first gripe <laughs> silhouette <laughs> of a <laughs> dog. 
Yo, all right, June, I'm going to rewind that a little bit because you're making a fucking point that I'm about to bring up when we get to the review. Just immediately, as soon as I, after he seen this girl, he snitched immediately. After all that tough talk, he turned into the camera on from Peyton Ford. He's like, yo, I'm going to give you a couple guys out on Seven Mile doing their thing. <laughs> <laughs> I just can't tell nobody from the like, Bro, it was, it was nasty. And then... My other gripe was <laughs> Meech. Meech is never gonna kill nobody on this on the show. I'm telling you right now. Even though we know, you know, that would incriminate him, I'm sure you could take some liberties. Not all these characters are real and blah blah blah. But meanwhile they got Lamar. I think Lamar killed about eight people this season. He's he's shooting eighty five percent from three. Like <laughs> Lamar killed everybody he touched except for for Meech, apparently. Uh, uh, quick question. Lamar smoking crack now? <laughs> hallucinating? I, I never heard about nobody hallucinating on crack, but I don't know. I'm not a specialist. <laughs> and uh, last thing. The only thing I think they got right was uh, when Steve Harris' son got beat up in front of his boyfriend. <laughs> yeah, he went to go get the blick. We, I, I seen that coming a mile away, man. <laughs> you ever see somebody get embarrassed in front of the girl? <laughs> they going to get the gun, bro. This makes sense to me. But nah, keep keep up the good work. You guys are great. I'm definitely gonna have to catch up on all that white excellence so I can join the Patreon, man. One, one. Yo, nigga ain't said one in a minute. You know, how to get down to CT. Yo, yo, it was a video. I used to have it saved, but I think Dog deleted his page, so it's gone. Um, Dog was like, niggas always got to get the last word. And then he went into it. Nigga was like, all right, man, one. Nigga on the other end of the phone was like, uh, two. <laughs> Dog. <laughs> Nigga, I used to cry laughing at this shit. Hey, um, June, man, uh, easily. Again, and I, I say this with love for my man Steve Harris, dog. Uh, every good thing about this episode happened around Steve Harris' character, I think, man. Um, I'm with you on not loving uh, the canine scene. Um, not just because of how quickly he folded. But listen, though. Them niggas said... <laughs> <laughs> we got 12 corroborated witnesses, motherfucker. Like, and then I just told him where the bodies was at. And it's like, fuck telling. Now, like, we know. We just trying to avoid six months of a trial or yeah. something like, nigga, do us a solid. Why you think he ain't telling me, you know? Bro, um, I don't know. And well, they gave two options. They said either he really fuck with them mm -hmm. or they really lucky. Yeah, and he was like, "Niggas ain't, ain't no that such lucky. thing." Um, yeah. But my thing, why wasn't they happy with the forty-five niggas he gave up? Fam, he gave up or said, "I'll give up my Colombian connect." It don't get bigger than that, nigga. I'm giving up a whole fucking plug. And the Colombian connect that you had, that you're giving up, is the one that Meech and them is using. Yeah, which so. In real life, Meech and them start really getting their shit off when they got a Mexican plug in L.A. Yeah. When that happened, that's... Exactly with the Mexico. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, when... But he was through they nigga through, in yeah. L.A. Yeah, yeah, When they got they L.A. plug 
from Mexico. When all that happened, that's when BMF became the BMF that we're familiar with. Like Atlanta BMF was spawned from them getting that plug out in Cali from Is Mexico. Is Diggs really going to be on next season? No, no. They oh. just keep throwing that out there on some uh he gonna play Jeezy shit. Now, I, I wouldn't I didn't I, he's not playing Jeezy. That's and but it's I wonder like is he gonna actually be on the show? Yeah, I don't think so. I don't I think mean, so. Um but I mean Neo will be on here. He not on He ain't on All American. Yo yo, shout out to Hollins for saying that I spoiled All American for her because she was playing catch up on the pod. Hadn't seen All American yet. But was like eight episodes of the pod behind. So I'm like, fam, I didn't spoil no shit. That was two months ago, my nigga. Like, I'm sorry, dog. I can't help. Um, but uh if K9 gave up the fucking connect, the the Colombian connect, I think where that's gonna hurt Meacham them but help set up the LA shit is I now we don't have that fucking Colombian plug again. We need to keep fucking networking out this bitch. You telling me who the Colombian Connect is does what it for me exactly? I mean, as a shit. police officer, like what does that do? It's gonna cut supply. Is it? Yeah, because I know who, because I know who doing it. That means I can prove that they doing it. Does that mean I know where the operation is? Do they know? Do I, do I know who they selling to? Just because you give me a, that's like saying walking up to a nigga in the street say yo meat selling drugs, nigga. We know meat selling drugs. We can't prove it. We can't get to them. Hey. So you saying that's like saying. Yo, I think El Chapo got to work. <laughs> yes, nigga, El Chapo got to work. Well, El Chapo will tell you he got to work. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because so what say, you going to do to El Chapo? Saying that's a plug in a different country. Uh, what, what, what exactly are you saying? Do you know when they shipments coming in? Hey. If you're the DEA, right? But he do, though. Who do? K9. He know anything about them niggas. K9 don't know. He know all that shit. They was his plug. Did he know there was 300 keys? <laughs> and when they was in the fucking. I mean, uh, back, no. He do didn't you know. got 14 keys right there? <laughs> like, all he knew is, yeah, that's where I got it from. Man. I'll man. give you a date or a location to pick up. Like, that's what you need. You need, then you need somebody to infiltrate so you can get evidence and this and that and that yeah. and that. But yeah. no, you're not. Can the DEA go to another country and arrest somebody? I no. feel like the DEA, I don't know. I don't know how the DEA play. I know Detective Bryant can't. <laughs> um, that's one thing I do know. Uh, well, no, shit, the DEA can't. On Snowfall, they about to get, uh, I don't even know if Gustavo is fucking In US America, citizen. though. He ain't a citizen. They're not going you know. to, like, so you telling me who the but plug is. But they went is. across the country to try to, to, like, figure out the shit. Like, I feel like they getting evidence from out the country. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. We'll see. But all that to say, I yo, don't think that shit gonna have no impact on this show at all. No, no, no. I think it's gonna fuck up Meech and them plug, and that's how they're gonna get the Mexican plug in Cali. Like I feel like that's the way they're gonna work that in. Cause right now, these niggas too cush. Also, on this episode, why they keep fucking saying, yo, we got the five hundred key. When are y'all selling these drugs? Like, bro. You know, so this is one. This is fucking insane. That they have 800 keys in two weeks. So, why did Lamar know where your stash spot was and was able to get inside of the stash spot to hide a dead body? Because mm-hmm. I could have just came in there and stole all the stash. Mm-hmm. If y'all was about to put 500 keys in there, I could have just came in here later and took the 500 keys. And not only Lamar, so one him and his cousin, who you went and fucking paid and helped uh, crack or, Lamar or, out. Or he went to you. Because we don't know how that went, right? 
That's my. That, that's <laughs> what my. <laughs> yeah, that's the artwork, nigga. See yo, that? That's yo, the artwork. Yo, that is yo, the artwork. Holy fucking shit! My bad. Also, this. <laughs> how old is uh? How old was Mo? Uh, I don't know. Did he say it in that scene? I know he said she got an eleven-year-old and a toddler. So you twenty-seven? I just assume if you fucking you got a baby at sixteen, right? That's the that's the lowest yeah, I can yeah. go. Yeah. So you twenty seven. Yeah. So you knew Lamar twelve years ago? Mm-hmm. And y'all used to play with y'all nose together? Because for him to think that that was his baby. Yeah. And that baby eleven years old. Yeah. You had to know me at least twelve years ago. Yeah. Well, how old is fucking Lamar? Because twelve years ago I'd have I been. I feel f- like they said Lamar was like thirty something season one. So that make him but that'll make, let's just say, twelve years ago. That'll make Mo fifteen, or Mo thirty something, and she was fucking me. As I mean, a she was a kid. paralegal, right? Yeah, yeah. She you got a whole saying? real job that you need a certificate. Well, you more than likely have a certificate for. Her. Like, how long is how long have they known each other? Yeah. So you was fucking uh, Meech when he was a little kid. So she was on her uh, Marquisha. Come on, now. You told that nigga you ain't never seen her before. Fam. Nigga, okay. you got a whole okay. baby okay. with him. Okay. No, no, no. Let's get through Rob Silver voice note. Because what you just said right there is finna be the whole rest of the pod for me, dog. Because this was the stupid... You know what? Um, June, good-ass voice note, homie. Uh, Looking for the Patreon join. Hey, y'all niggas don't lie about when y'all join the Patreon either because we see your names, nigga. So don't... Because it's been a couple people told me... Yo, I'm signing up for that shit since we opened it, and they ain't signed up yet, nigga. Oh, and dude, I know I'm, you niggas. I'm on there. Like, oh, you got a different first and last name? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my bad. <laughs> like, no, internet me ain't the same me, nigga. Like, no, nigga. Your actual name will show up, bro. Shout out to the person who just signed up an hour ago. Oh, was that uh, Kendall? Yep. Shout out to KP out here, man. Um, I love that Patreon shit, bro. All right, let's see what Rob Silver thought of this shit. I kind of can imagine... Where Rob Silver voice note finna go, but you know, we always gotta see what my dog thoughts are anyway, man. In my opinion, fellas, this was the most cohesive episode of the entire season. And I think it probably has to do with uh Randy Huggins writing this episode. And so you finally saw some quality, in my opinion, of the writing and the acting, the whole nine. I enjoyed this episode, and I'm shocked. I'm shocked. But I enjoyed this episode. I thought Russell Hornsby and Steve Harris showed glimpses of their real acting chops. Um, uh, The chemistry between Meech and Terry. As you guys have mentioned earlier, the best scenes with these brothers are when they're playing off each other, when they're in scenes with each other. And we saw several scenes with them together. Um, I like what they did with that bitch-ass Lamar. Yeah, hopefully next season you'll see him selling his ass for a dollar like most crackheads, hardcore crackheads did back in the day. <laughs> Fuck that dude. Uh, I have a question, um, fellas. The cliffhanger at the end of the episode, who was that dude that, that was shooting at Terry? Who was who was who is he in real life? And um, I'm gonna sit back and hear your fellas' thoughts. Um, 
I can't complain about this episode. I mean, there was some silliness, but the silliness was at a minimal. And I mean, the acting was the acting, in my opinion, was solid. The script writing was solid. Shout out to your boy Randy Huggins. Um, they hopefully he could write the ship next season if he's not sick and does the entire season. Because uh, when he's involved, it's a whole totally different show, in my opinion. Peace and blessings. Peace, Rob. Um, salute to Randy, man. Wishing him the best of health and just getting back, uh, getting back, you know, to his personal health and also uh, revitalizing and reinvigorating the health of this damn show. Because I'm with you. I would love for him to get back in there and uh, and actively be involved in in this show's creation. And maybe season three can get back a little closer to what season one was. Um, but continue to uh, best wishes to his health, man. Um, Rob. It's the one time I'm gonna have to disagree with you. Um, still thought this episode wasn't shit, man. I just it now I will say it was one of the better and one of the most cohesive um, of the season. But I also look at it like, dog, when you comparing like a diarrhea shit to a constipation shit is still shit, man. And at the end of the day. For me, this shit was still shit. I, I just, I wasn't in love with it. But I do think that um, Russell Hornsby, Steve Harris, um, the actress who plays Lucille, I'm blanking on her real name. Um, a few of them were able to at least act a little bit. Um, and that bothered me a lot less because uh, I, I don't like when our greats get behind some bad product and then we start letting them not look as great as they are. So I was happy to see that. Um. Yo, Lucille's wilding. Okay. Yo, yo, first of all, Lucille she, she got. She said, "I found a man too." I'm like, yo, wait a minute, Lucille got every fashion over fit in the world. Um, all of them, every single one. She's showing. First of all, Lucille thick as grits, nigga. No butter. You know what I'm saying? And she's showing out right now. But I need her to calm down too, because you also show with the pastor you wasn't about that whole life. So just relax, keep doing what you do. I did laugh at Charles trying to quote the Bible. Nigga came out with them he's Corinthians. A he's a patient, he's kind, and does not keep records. She said, "Well, I do." <laughs> yo, a nigga with a record trying to say you shouldn't look at records is crazy. Yo, yo, and a horrible track record too. I still feel like Lucille, you ain't go as hard as I wanted you to on uh, on Mabel, dog. Like you should have bust Mabel head a little bit. That's what I think. But you know, it is what it is. Um, all right, man. Now, let's get back to uh, what did you mention right before we played Lamar voice note that I want to touch on? This nigga said, "I've never seen her yeah. in my life." Ah, my G, you have a whole child with this person. Your name is more than likely on the birth certificate, so we know that you know this person. Detective Bryant said, "Yo." Got a dead mother of two She got an 11 year old And a toddler How you know that From her When her body's still there No clue how he knows She got an 11 year old And a toddler But I do know If he found that out That quick With the body Still cold Me She gonna find out You the dad In like 10 more minutes Nigga All he need is 10 minutes With the fucking family And he gonna Why would you sit there And lie How you find a body In the stash house Back to your original question How did Lamar Find the stash house And get in And get in and this is where we keep dope. Now, granted, I'm thinking maybe he ain't found all the keys because they're in the cars. And Lamar ain't sophisticated enough to start looking in the fucking car door. Yes, he is. He ain't peeling no car door. It's Lamar. He's a superhero. No, Lamar. Well, no, no, no. I ain't say he wasn't strong enough because we know how Lamar no, no, get down. No, 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 no. He knows everything. Lamar will unfold a car. He knows, he, he, he knows everything. He's a Man. sharpshooter. 
He's military. He is, he is omnipotent. The, he is the 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 dog whisperer. Yeah, yeah. Um, he is Negro Domus. I don't know. Like, I'm so mad that they had Blackie on here for like two and a half episodes. Uh, like that whole arc was. Why just, that white man get his ear bit off for nothing? Lamar could have literally just bought a dog or found a stray. You took a dog that had a home. I wonder which person in the writers' room thought that this was going to be a touch of moment, and we can put him in the death montage. What's wild is it wasn't just people in the writers' room who thought it. People online really enjoyed this shit. Oh, that's a fact. That shit is insane to me. I'm a, uh, I'm a play a voice note for somebody who did not know they was leaving a voice note. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, we do got one more voice note too. I'm glad you said that. One of the homies hit us on a uh, on a gram. It's yesterday, and um, one of this person I know, whatever. That's not important. So she was like, "Do you watch BMS?" And I'm like, "No." Uh, I can tell she was kind of looking at me like, Ugh. and so I was like, well, you know, I watched it last year, blah, 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 blah. So anyway, she was like, yeah, me and my husband watching. I'm like, well, what do you think? You like it? And she was like, I love it. Like, she really thought it was the best show ever. And I was like, really? I was like, well, my friends have a podcast and they talk about it a lot. And, you know, they talk about how it's just like not realistic. It's just like, you know, whatever, whatever. And so she was just like, really? Like, she was so surprised. Like, she really thought it was the best thing on TV. And she was like, I mean, I watch it because I just want to, I'm just so interested in, in seeing, like, you know, how it, how it was. So I'm like, wow, people really watch this and think that this is, like, really how, like, the BMF story. Like, they, I don't think they see the, like, how it's just not um, realistic. Like, I, I don't know. But I thought that was really, really funny. Okay. So... It's a lot of people out there who just... It is a lot of people who feel that way. We, um, we are watching television with a, a very specific intent. Yeah. And a very re- sophisticated and, intent. We're going to review and this and that. And some people just watch television to be to escape and to get in it and get... I may not find it yeah, yeah. quite as entertaining, but like some people just watch TV to be entertained. Well, and um, I can't tell you that you're not entertained. The the other part about um what she said and salute to that uh that young lady, the homie. Um but the other part about what she said is they think that this is how like they're watching it because hey, I want to know how it was. Like I've heard of BMF. I want to know what BMF was out here doing. I want to know how they got to throwing fucking parties at compound with elephants and tigers in the fucking club and shit. Unfortunately, we live in a society, and we know this just from existing in social media world, don't nobody do no research for real. Niggas just kind of like shit spoon-fed to them, and for the most part, we'll believe whatever's being spoon-fed to us if it's easy to swallow. Especially if you don't care that much. Come on. Like, if I'm not invested, yeah. like, people send me shit like, I'm not invested in this street. Somebody said it. All right. Sound, seem plausible. That'll I'm a, work. I'm going to move on with the rest of my life because I'm so, not really wrapped up in the streets. A lot of people are enjoying this because, yo, I've heard of this shit. I never really knew much about them, but I've heard of them. Now, what I'm seeing, hey, this is believable. Even though the shit is unbelievable as fuck. But if you don't know shit about it. It could be believable. And for some people, that's enough to feel entertained. Because in your mind, hey, if the stories I've heard about Meech and BMF, if those real life stories I heard about are as wild as I heard, then I can believe this wild shit was happening since the fucking 80s, nigga. So, 
Yeah. All right. This is very. This nothing to do with nothing. This is very disturbing. What's so look happening? at this comment. Okay. Well, look at that. Okay. Right. And then yep. look at these comments. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, you call. Y'all, you call. Social you media. call. Social media. Social media. You see that? Yep. And then you say, "Yo, call me." No, you call. But niggas also see like rest in peace posts and be like, "No, nah, text me right now. Answer your phone." No, nigga. I'm the posts say that they did, <laughs> bro. They can't answer the phone. And if they do, it's a whole nother movie. Um, hey man, shout out to the homie on uh on Instagram. He sent in a uh real brief BMF recap. Let me just see what he had to say. Hey, what's up guys? I haven't watched the season finale yet, but I'm about to. I just wanted to say, don't you guys think that Snoop Dogg looks like Roger from American Dad when he wears those different disguises? That is a horrible wig he's wearing. That's all I wanted to say. Yo, Snoop's wig is the worst shit in the world. Um, you mean the one he got under the, the locks, or no, 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 oh. <laughs> no, three dollars. Not the not the joint that's pulling his fucking hairline to fucking oblivion, nigga. But the the one he's wearing on BMF, it's the worst fucking wig in America, man. All right, back to this shit. So Meech don't know his fucking baby moms. And because she did and in a fucking trap house that nobody knows is y'all little stash spot. Cause y'all names ain't on the shit, but her 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 daughter called home and talked to the killer. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This should be an easy find. But one thing we did learn about Detective Bryant, he ain't arresting Lamar. Lamar got carte blanche on crime right Detective now. Detective Bryant got a one track mind. Come on, dog. Like Detective Bryant heard, yo, I can give you fucking ten drug dealers and a Colombian connect. And that nigga said, but you still won't give me Meech or Terry. You son of a bitch, nigga. Let him loose. He's ready to let K9 loose, nigga. If you ain't telling on Meech and Terry, nigga, what is you good for, bro? Um, yo, man. I know this girl got a daughter. I know she got a or two daughters. One of them is eleven. Yo, when I interview her and she tells me, hey, my dad was there, my fake dad, Lamar, he was there. I called, and then my mom ended up dead. I think y'all should start there. And Detective Brian probably hung up the phone on her, nigga. Like what? You, Lamar? Not fucking arresting Lamar. Fuck is wrong with her? But soon as he find out that Meech is the father of the toddler, oh he going crazy, nigga. Demetrius killed her. Oh man, let's go get the Flannery boys right now. I hate this nigga, dog. Like that obsession with Meech and Terry is fucking weird. Hopefully we get a at least somewhat away from it next season with Meech in Atlanta and Terry. Well, Terry is still be in Detroit, but they didn't really fuck with Terry like that as much as they fucked with Meech. Like he wasn't involved in the beef as much. Terry really, when he stayed behind in Detroit was really just getting to the money. Like that's just a fact. Nigga. You know, what's really funny though. <clears throat> so boom, stranger gets buried. Fuck in boom. <laughs> All this shit happened. Yeah. Meech. I'm gonna put this crusty nigga on the other side of the grass. Yeah. Listen. <laughs> no. No, I know where you're at it right now. Listen. Dog. I'm pulling it out. No. <laughs> Immediately. Yo, no, no. That nigga no. T said, Hey yo, my nigga. <laughs> <laughs> I know your baby mama just got killed bro, and shit. Bro. But you bro. gotta focus on the right shit right bro. now, my nigga. Right here. <laughs> no, this shit was amazing. No, this was no no no. Um, Da Vinci, I want you to know that I'm proud as fuck of you, cause this how Meech be doing Da Vinci on this shit, and I'm 100. percent Look at this shit. Talking about she was his Achilles heel or some shit. Yeah, I was 
zone shit, you gotta grow out of a fucking wall. Yo, look, bro, I'm, I'm sorry, bro. I know Monique was a real one for real. And you probably hurting like a motherfucker, but right now we really need to stay focused no matter what. We got 500 keys coming in and our fucking car wash is a crime scene. That saved it. We need to that saved it. We no, got no, no. 500 keys coming in. And our in. car wash is a crime scene. Yeah. But we really need to stay focused no matter what. That nigga said, I know you probably heard. <laughs> I, I noticed. I know you don't smoke weed. <laughs> I, I noticed. <laughs> but, but I'm going to get you high today. Nigga. Dog, because it's Friday. This, I'm talking about this. He did not. He. This is my pet peeve when I go to a drive through you know what I'm saying? I'm like, mm-hmm. yo, let me get a number seven. What's that? I was gonna tell uh, you. Hello, uh, uh, what's that, Drake? <laughs> like, yo, I, I, I didn't. I see orange, bro. <laughs> like, that's what it is. I was time. getting there, bro. I, like, even, it's like it's so frustrating. Meats did not finish it since he's like, hey, nah, hey, hey, that nigga said, look, that nigga said, look, <laughs> hey, I don't, hey. Hey, I don't want to cut you off and everything. Yo, Beyonce had the greatest fucking. <laughs> but you cut me off. <laughs> like, like, you didn't want to do it, but you did it. That nigga had a Kanye one with Taylor yo, Swift. God. Like, yo, what's up? Stash boss, everything belonging to this money. I'm going to personally put that crutchy ass nigga in the bar on the wrong side of the grass for good. Terry's standing there like, that's not what the fuck <laughs> I just said. <laughs> I swear to God, it didn't God. look like. Meach was present for any of these scenes. No. Now what I mean by that is No, like, I know what you mean. That nigga with his own word. I don't give a fuck what you talking to me. Yo, I'm just gonna stare off into the sky. <laughs> is wild. That nigga gonna stare off into the sky and then walk away m- mumbling some nonsense and he's gonna do whatever the fuck he wanna do. I think I can't remember if that was Kente or June, um, <laughs> pardon me, but one of them also brought up something else that I just thought was like wild on this episode. Like, yo, B Mickey was like a real life off paper, off book, CI for Detective Bryant. Y'all knew Detective Bryant did everything under the sun with this nigga while he was a CI. But you cut him off because you saw Detective Jen leave the house. Nigga, she was there for one minute. But no, no, the thing is, Sterl. Yeah. After I just, so listen, the whole crew know he a snitch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's up. Right. There. That's up. And there. you keep bringing him around and you saying he's solid now. Yeah. And then I asked you, a bottle like, yo, you doing this and that? He's like, yo, stares off into the <laughs> into the sunset. He goes staring to the abyss. And then say, yo, don't ever crush me about my shit. Yeah. So I followed the nigga. Yeah. And when I followed him, I saw him talking to the police again. So now, Sterl is going to go tell the homies again. Right. So at this point, I got to do something. <laughs> so I can't be like, Facts. oh, they came over, but I ain't say nothing. I don't trust you, nigga. Man. You got way too much contact with the police. Look out the peephole and don't answer the fucking door. But here's my run thing, out though. the back, nigga. If if this one little violation after a bunch of other violations, but the other violations was enough. Nigga, I, I get that. That's what I'm on. If like, I give you one last time and then you fuck me one more time, like I can't give you another one. But to the point of again, I don't. I can't remember if it was Kente or um or June. But to a point though. Yo, this was the one time he actually said "fuck off," he nigga. Should, he, well, he should have spoke the fuck up. He never said, "No, that bitch came to my crib. I ain't say nothing to her. say something." Yeah, no, no he one hundred percent should have said something. But like the way the nigga was hurt, like wait, nigga, hey, <laughs> you, I'm one. I'm not going to a party I didn't get an invite for. <laughs> yo, that nigga walked up and said, 
Damn. <laughs> this nigga didn't get an invite to a block party. <laughs> That's crazy. And he live on there. That nigga came out. He woke up in the morning like, damn. That nigga like, fuck is all that noise on the at the other end of the street. What was in the bag? Oh shit. What did you have in the bag, my nigga? You got a brown paper bag. <laughs> what the hell is in that bag? What you got in that bag? <laughs> what is that from, dog? That's that Ludus. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. I'm like, where do, why do I know that? <laughs> why did he say that? Ludus <laughs> is a wild nigga, dog. In real life, he's a wild nigga, man. What the hell is in that bag? What, what you, you got, got in, in that, that bag? bag? Yeah. <laughs> and that shit was like a top five rap song at the time, yo. Yeah, Yo, yeah. listen, Ludacris can really rap. No, he for sure can. But niggas, but he be, got away with some bullshit. But niggas were used to overrate Ludacris rap. Man, man, that was fucking funny, dog. All right, um, let's get into this episode, man, so we can get the fuck up out of here. Uh, thank you to everybody who sent in a voice note. By the way, um, appreciate y'all, Patreon listeners, send y'all voice notes in for your honor and mayor of Kingstown finales because we going to fuck up in the studio tomorrow. I'm just letting y'all know right now, nigga. Um, back to BMF. Yo man This ain't even I feel like last week Felt more finale-ish Like this didn't feel Finale-ish to me Alright I'll tell you Why it felt finale-ish We already know That we wrapped up The situation In between With uh I don't like how It was wrapped up But we wrapped up The Lamar shit Yeah 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 You know what I'm saying That got wrapped Facts So that got wrapped That's a rap Um, fact Rap fact The Detective Bryant's son issue It got wrapped up Wrapped that up Facts You feel me um, the marriage issue in between mom and pop Dukes, that shit got wrapped up. Um, K nine, <laughs> oh, it's a wrap on that motherfucker. Oh, it's it's definitely a wrap on that one. And yo. they finally decided that yo, I'm about to leave. Oh, the B Mickey situation got wrapped up. We don't like how it got wrapped up either, uh. but it got wrapped up. Also. This was my bomb voyage, my going away party. I am going away to Michigan. I mean, I'm leaving Michigan. I'm going to Atlanta. So all these things happen. Um, what, what, what my hope is, it's a wild hope. And I'm about to say it, and I shouldn't even say it. Okay. My hope is next season, we see them being better drug dealers, mm. which is wild because we technically should not want a blueprint of how great niggas was in drug dealing yeah. so we can continue to prop up how great niggas was in drug dealing. Yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? On a on a in a in a way, it's probably good that these niggas look stupid because in real life they could have really been stupid. Mm-hmm. And it looks very glamorous to us because we read the magazines and the articles about how smart they was. They niggas could not have been smart. Damn. Now, granted, I've seen so much stuff behind the scenes, and I'm like, yo, this shit. Nah, some niggas got their shit off. <laughs> yo, this shit was pretty smart. They got their shit off. Uh, but you know what I'm saying? But, like, yeah. technically, I don't know that we should be glamoring for them to look sophisticated because that puts that lifestyle in a higher fucking position. And how many times have we seen that one? So, kind of making it look stupid and childish, and y'all keep fucking up and super dangerous and shit. I'm mad because it's not as clean cut. But am I mad? I'm gonna tell you why I'm mad though. Cause uh, yeah, we know that this is based off some real shit. So you know, you want to be careful how you're you're 
positioning it either way, right? Um, you position it too sophisticated of an operation and maybe a little too close to reality. You know, you, you set a wild example, right? Um, but you make shit look goofy. You end up pissing off niggas like me who just have respect for the fucking origin of these niggas. And, um, and again, what they were able to do. Uh, the reason that I would love to just see this a bit more, you know, sophisticated of an operation presented on the show is because not only is that you know a lot closer to fucking reality um nigga we don't do that with all the other fucking like we get a mob show we know this is a sophisticated operation you know what i'm saying and yeah it may not be specifically based on real mob shit but we know the mob is for real but does um a nation of mob children go out and try to do that shit because we 100 go try to do that shit Eh, well, the nation of mob children might go out there and try to do it, but be low about it. We gonna yell it to the world and we and gonna do a billboard, and we gonna in the in the process of doing that, we gonna destroy our communities in the process. Yeah, they were trying to destroy our communities. Community. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we was destroying our own. They was trying to destroy our shit. Um, but I don't know, man. I mean, is that the job of? You know, I don't yeah, know it ain't. I don't think it's a star's job to. Because here's the thing, right? We talk all the time about this fucking drug universe that stars has built with the power franchise. Hey, man, Ghost had a real sophisticated operation. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. What be going through niggas' minds when they do anything? Well, now, what if you would? Like, I wanted to share this with somebody because I thought it was funny. Yeah, but it, like I could you share it and they don't get it. They may be like. Oh, you think I'm a fat? Now it's a beef. Now it's a beef. Yo, man. I really. I'll say that for the Patreon, man. I'm going to say that. <laughs> Is this some shit that people do that I just really don't like? But I'm going to make y'all pay to hear it. Anyway, um, yo, uh, the reason I ain't think this shit felt finale ish, um, yes, there were some storylines that got wrapped, hopefully, right? Oh, because I don't want these niggas to pop back up next year and then have a whole new like uh, canine story. Another thing I did not like was that what kind of special life support machine was her was <laughs> Monique's sister hooking up to? Fam. <laughs> she died of AIDS the second Fam. four seconds after y'all turned the machine off. <laughs> like she wasn't on life support. Is that life support? You know, do you have life support just at the crib? Um, <laughs> like I don't know that that's how it works. You got life alert, uh, <laughs> like support the machine. Yeah, that like she like, but like she was on like I'm like, fam, what's she getting an IV drip and it wasn't even like a breathing machine because there was no nothing. There were you weren't incubated or nothing, fam. I'm like last week she not granted. I don't need this to be ER. No, no, no. level. But no, no. Accurate, let's but... let's let's talk because when we <laughs> met her last week. She unhooked herself and hopped up out the bed and turned her fucking swag, swag on, nigga, <laughs> and was on the floor. And she didn't die five seconds later, nigga. Monique literally came, picked her up, put her back in the bed, didn't immediately hook the fucking tubes and shit back up, by the way. She just laid her back down and kept calling her sissy, which I'm like, please stop doing that. Like, stop. Just... <laughs> Ty, why? She hit her with a sissy, why? But... Last week she hopped about the bed for like ten minutes and was fine, nigga. This week they unhooked her and she died in five seconds, nigga. And now, I was confused on how her health had deteriorated that much. Well, she got full. When you got full blown, you full blown. She had full blown last week. She can drop of a dime. 
It was on the floor though. Drop of a dime. But you wasn't alive one second, and then the second later that I unplugged the shit, you was dead. Now I, I do get how people can watch that and think that's a touching moment. And I can see how that's gonna endure uh Meach to uh Monique. Her character Goldie. Uh, Goldie. Yep. Her Goldie's character, yeah. the whole nine yards. And she alluded to, you know, old boy who got killed was tapped in with a bunch of people and now mm-hmm. that's probably who's gonna be on Meach head and it's gonna be a whole bunch of escapades where Meach gotta go through a whole bunch of shit mm-hmm. in Atlanta, just like he was doing to Detroit and then next season T's probably gonna be doing the same thing. You know yeah. what I'm saying? It's gonna be niggas fucking up in two different sides of the country. Facts. Um but I don't know if um I have a feeling that Monique Storyline has been wrapped So finale wise Like she's not a reoccurring character For seasons and seasons She's about to go on a run Because she killed old boy Yeah Basically both of y'all killed him Actually Meach you shot him in the stomach You sh- She shot him in the chest But I think Because she's about to go on a run From the mob or whomever Yeah mm-hmm. the mob We're not gonna see her no more So she's wrapped That adds to the Finale of it Like let's wrap up a, Some of these storylines So that Next year, when we move to possibly California and Atlanta and whatever, whatever, we don't have a bunch of shit still lingering in Detroit. We don't yeah. have to keep worried about what's up with um, uh, pops and moms because yeah, their their storyline should be relatively not needed. Should be you should would be. hope, yeah. um, but again, and that's Unless why I'm like tied up with some T shit because um, T still gonna be there, yeah, um. Mitch seemed like an old soul. Walk around with that cup. I did like the fact that he gave his dad that 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 guitar or whatever. Mm-hmm. No, that was a dope moment. It. Yeah. Um, it did. That's it. That felt like finale ish. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But when I hit pause, I'm like, yo, it's like ten minutes left in this fucking uh joint. Well, what's about to happen? So I think like the last ten minutes of this episode was like a preview for next year. Yeah. Or the, the you know what I'm saying season three episode one. Yeah. Is gonna be fully. Cause it welcome to Atlanta. Yeah, we gonna see old girl that uh, Monique Monique little cousin. She gonna be fully in it, which um, I just don't need. Uh, old girl who gave him the name Big Meach. I think she's gonna be on the show a lot. You know what I'm saying? So she's been in that actress has been in a few Tubi movies. Um, and like when I say a few, I mean like for oh, real. It's she been in a lot of them. Um, and a lot of the more recent ones too, not like the old joints that they throw out that came out in like twenty fucking fifteen. Like, nah, she been in all the twenty twos and threes and um I think that she will be, I agree, uh, a part of the show because, you know, she's one of the motherfuckers who Meach could meet who can probably introduce or I'm sorry, who Meach could work with and probably introduce him to some of the players. The same way he was working Monique, yo, let me go through here and work an old girl and just kind of see who she know coming through the strip club that's really spinning that cheese, and let me see if I can get connected with some of these niggas, dog. So I do think that that could wind up being a thing. Um, Very fucking curious to see what happens with Meech and Terry specifically because we know in real life Terry stayed behind and was getting a lot of money here in Detroit. He he essentially became the plug here in Detroit. Um, but I'm I'm curious to see how they kind of move their stories because we know from I must say for lack of a better word from the entertainment standpoint, right? We know Meech being in Atlanta 
was the thing about BMF that everybody fucking knew of, right? Meach in Atlanta and his Atlanta escapades and all the shit he was doing there and in Miami specifically, that was kind of where the fucking BMF story really blew up publicly. Um, I don't know how much they're really going to dive into what T had going on uh, in, in LA and, and just kind of his operating of things on the West Coast. I don't know, because um, for stars... Who likes to focus on the salaciousness of shit I could see Meech being in Atlanta Being the more intriguing play um, Of the story to tell But again Who the fuck knows right um, What else did I Did I, I not love Yo Terry right in the beginning fucking, Why do Markeisha only call this thing When she need help bro Like that shit is irritating the fuck out of me Like they really got T looking like a sucker on here bro Who did yeah, they tied her ass up Fam Did she give him the money Cause why y'all still alive Man Man and So then, I came in there Tied the kids up Y'all ain't had nothing And they just left Come on Come on They, they came in here Cause boom Owed them And then y'all ain't dead Cause nigga No If y'all old motherfucker And boom locked up And you ain't got the, Nigga How many times did, did T get shot In real life I only knew about the time that fucked his eye up. Me too. I didn't know about a second shooting. So, oh, uh, Rob Silver, you asked who that was that shot T at the end. That was um DC, DC Young Five. <laughs> um, he's DC a Young he's Fi. a comedian in real life. Uh, he's from Atlanta. Um, yeah, DC Young Fly, man. Uh, I I don't know, Rob. I don't know. You gotta hit eighty five South and then yeah yeah. Um, DC Young Flyers Calm that ass Yo niggas being mad Cause you fucking your man <laughs> When you fucking Another nigga is fucking A man's bitch And Yo, you mad about it Niggas going to hair wars To check you about Fucking your man's well, bitch Well all the hoes Was at hair wars But that ain't why They was at hair wars I couldn't wait to get old enough To go to hair wars They was at hair wars To check her <laughs> Like Then I got old enough And there was no more hair wars No <laughs> hair wars was gone as fuck By the time we That's how I felt about Freaknik nigga. I also like, felt about The new dance show Oh man, new dance show. Then new that dance shit y'all did on new UPN show. was different. yeah, that didn't work. That, that didn't work. Yeah. Um, yo, yo I'm almost niggas. glad new dance show was gone by the time I got old Matter enough. Fact, the dance show actually, it was two niggas. He was took on my church. They was at the dance show and uh, on a new dance show. They would they might as well have been celebrities because y'all was on TV, fam. Two young niggas too. You know what I'm saying? They being there with them suits on and shit, doing their thing. It was the coolest niggas in the world to me. Yeah, yeah. I um had I been on a new Dan show, I would have embarrassing footage out right now. So I'm glad I didn't make it because I'd have oh. been down there dancing my ass off. Remember nigga. people used to go to dance, to go to parties and clubs to actually like dance. And shit. Oh man, like party and have a good time. And that shit was a time. What a time man, to be alive. Man. And now, no, it's funny. I keep seeing uh, I keep seeing um. Shit on Instagram From like that early 2000s era music Where it's like yo Like I seen one yesterday It was like yo Sean Paul had 03 on lock And it, it was all the joints he released And, and I, all I could think about was like Yo we used to be at parties at State Back in 03 Sean Paul came on Nigga you wasn't leaving a party not sweating Nigga you was dancing for 12 minutes straight nigga. Start going up to State in 03 Come on man Like literally it used to be When the and, Sean Paul and, set came on And People, even in 03 People was dancing Yeah Fam like, Fake the funk And all, all that shit Rock like, the boat All the shit bro We was going crazy dog the Breslin Center Going crazy Come on man And Sean Paul uh, Was Puerto Rican nigga. I keep telling y'all man Um Yo Why that nigga Come back shooting Like that 
at Monique though. Like, nigga, you want to info on Meech? Now that you know Meech in Atlanta, find Meech. Why you come shoot on my goddamn strip club? Because I thought you and them set me up. Man, fuck that nigga. And I'm they gl- did. I mean, well, yeah, they for sure did. But <laughs> she does a good job pretending that they wasn't. And then y'all, she y'all, on her Tariq shit, pretending she, to, she ain't do it. Had the trick dice. And then when then yeah. y'all gave me regular, y'all yeah. switched the dice. And out. I just happened to roll what I needed to roll, nigga. Um, yo, you know what pissed me off the episode <laughs> when they kept saying Southside motherfucker or whatever the fuck they kept saying. I was like, bro, every, t- every time me said I'm from the D. <laughs> All right, you from West Philly, huh? Like Southwest bitch or whatever they kept saying. I'm like, fam, we have never seen y'all roll dice or scream Southwest ever. I have never in my life heard niggas scream Southwest. And I know niggas from Southwest. Fam. Now that don't mean they don't ever say the word Southwest. Yeah. I done shot I done shot dice. I shoot dice. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I ain't shot dice in the barbershop in some years because I, I'm an adult now Man. And I got like liabilities Yeah that became a dangerous game to play You know what I'm saying uh, But I didn't shot dice with the best of them mm-hmm. Then I moved to the Like if you go to Mo, I shoot dice at the casino too uh, If you shoot dice at Motor City You might as well shoot in the barbershop okay? That's a fact <laughs> But uh, Greek Town You can get killed the same way <laughs> Right there <laughs> Greek Town is where I shoot dice at uh, But uh, I've never heard a nigga say Southwest nigga Southwest motherfucker Or no 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 Southwest all day That's what he was saying When he was throwing that shit I said Terry Shut the fuck up You ain't never said that shit In your life Shut up Shut up Da Vinci Um Hey man We don't gotta keep Talking about the shit man yeah, it's Hey right. BMF Yo Season 2 finale Um Season 2 Was a woeful Fucking disappointment For me I'ma just keep it a buck Um I I did not enjoy the finale Uh And I'm saying that I get if niggas enjoyed it because it was better than most of the fucking episodes of the season, that's fine. I'm not mad at you. I personally still thought this was some bullshit. Um, don't love how they wrapped up Lamar. Again, I know that nigga's alive in real life, but on the show, we should have shot that nigga. There's no way Meech is standing over his head with a gun and doesn't kill him after he killed your fucking baby mom, bro. But like, what you, kind of nigga is you? Come on, bro. What kind of nigga is come you? On. you? She basically don't have parents because you moving. Fam. You're leaving. You're leaving them with their fucking grandma. And then, not only that, you don't even know her. They dropped a body off at your shop. Nigga, that's a threat. That's it. Nigga, I killed your baby mom, who I don't even know if he knew that Meech was a baby mom. But, nigga, I just killed fucking Monique and dropped her off in your shop. Now what, nigga? Also, if you got a baby by Meech, I will snatch that little baby. I don't and get why Meech that was never the fucking play. Like, y'all kept talking about saving the older daughter, Chloe. And what's so crazy? Nigga, what about TT? And last season, that was Meech's play. I took the daughter I to get to. Took your daughter, Lamar. Hey, just like we was just talking about father for a father on fucking. Uh, can you answer. Snowfall? Can you answer the answer for me? Hmm. Why this season they made Monique and Meech have a child together? Cause it played zero per, they, it, it did nothing It did nothing It did nothing They didn't play it up They just referenced it It, it 100% did nothing For the entire season mm-hmm. And now she did So yep. it can't mean nothing Yep She did And the baby lived with grandma It did fucking nothing Um Yo man I'm I'm very Hopeful 
that season three of BMF goes in a different direction than season two. I was very excited about season two. I even enjoyed the premiere episode. I told y'all when I saw the screening that I thought the premiere episode was good and that we was going to go um, in a really good direction with this show. And then as the season rolled out, uh, it just it got a lot uh, worse than what I anticipated. But that said, man, we still sat through 10 weeks of this shit, man. So I want to thank all the listeners who've been here rocking with us week to week. We know this shit wasn't always great, but we did our best to fucking pod through it. And I uh, hope y'all enjoyed this shit, man. Let us know what y'all thought about the episode of the pod. Hit us up this week in culture pod at gmail.com if you want to send a voice note. Um, yo, man, follow us this week in culture across everything. Until next week, I'm Ant. That's J episode 267. We out.